All right, you can find your seat. Well, moms, we're here today. I don't know about you, but I am thinking about starting a petition that has um, Mother's Day on Saturday. I think that would be a much better day to have Mother's Day. Do I have any in agreement with me? (laughs) Well, some of you don't have four heads of hair to get ready and four daughters to iron for. And, uh, well, it's just, it's a hectic Mother's Day. But all of you have been busy this morning, amen, getting those kids ready, getting that husband fed and getting to the house of the Lord. But you made it. Give yourself a hand. Heaven is applauding you today, amen, for being in the house of the Lord today. And so um, I'm just honored to be here today. I love this church. I love each one of you. And I'm excited about what God's doing in our midst. And uh, before I get started, I have to honor my mother, even though she's not here today. I have an awesome mother who I can't say enough good things about, Um. I am what I am today because of my mom, and many of you can say that too. But I've also got two incredible grandmothers that are still living. One is 94, one is 86, and they still keep me on the straight and narrow. They still line me out every time they see me. So I'm, I, can't, I can't mess up. I mean, I'd have to answer to them. <laughs> Anybody have a grandma like that that's still living? I'm the only one. Well, I guess that's why I'm up here today then, huh? Um, I also have a wonderful mother-in-law who um, I give honor to today. I am surrounded by greatness, and um, I want to say thank you to my husband for being such an awesome dad, and I mean that. Come on, let's give him a hand. I'm thankful that I had a mother-in-law who is very, very passionate. You've heard some of his stories if you've been here a while. She was very, very passionate about raising a man of God, a God-fearing son. Me, myself, and my girls were reaping the benefits of that today, so I give her honor. I didn't have to worry, wonder where my husband was last night, why he wasn't home, um, if we were going to have a paycheck next week. Um, and I, I attribute that to his mom. She made sure her son knew how to work, amen? And she made sure that he uh, was a God-fearing man, and so I give her honor today. And... Um, Today, I know, is a hard day for some of you. I know some ladies don't come to church on Mother's Day. It's too hard. Maybe your mom has passed. Maybe your mom wasn't present. Maybe she was not a good example in your life. But we can't change the past, right? But you're here today, and you're forging a new path for your family. And that is to be celebrated. Amen? Come on, give yourself a hand. So today, I know that you guys, I could get up here and um, it's not my personality, just tell cute stories and funny Mother's Day quips and all of that. And there's a time and place for that. But I believe that the day that we're living in requires that we are challenged as mothers. Amen? And um, I don't have anything deep to give you. We'll save that for pastor. And... um, anything real revelatory to give you today, but I just want to speak from my heart, and I just want to maybe challenge someone and just talk to you about what God has been dealing with me about as a mother, 
And I feel like today, this is not just for mothers. Yes, I'm talking to mothers, but I believe that there's a word for everyone in this place today and that God's going to talk to us for just a few moments. So if you all will be patient with me, I gave my husband my notes to see if they were approved. And I said, don't be too hard on me. And I won't, I said, if you're not hard on me on speaking, I won't be hard on you when it comes to seeing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't tear my notes up. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, I'm going to talk for a few moments. Sarah, if you could get that video ready, I'm going to start that. Make sure it's started in about 2.05. We don't want to watch the whole thing. Um, but I'm going to speak for a few moments today on mothering with heaven in mind. All right, and we want to talk about just a few, for a few minutes, what are you giving your best to, and what are your priorities as a mom? Because if you've got children at home right now, you don't have a lot of time to impact them, and for all the moms who've raised your kids, can I get a big amen? It goes by fast, doesn't it? You're only given such a short time to mold and shape your kids into what you want them to be. And so let's talk about it for a few moments today. And I, I mean, I've got a little bit of experience. You saw my girls up here today. I was so proud of my girls. Thank you for indulging me and letting me hear my girls sing today. Um, But some of you, I know, have a lot more wisdom than I do. Um, And we look to you. We look to you to help lead us, myself, and to um, help us raise up our children in the ways of the Lord. Amen. I saw this video, and most of you, or some of you who are on social media, may have seen this video. It went viral. Such a powerful, powerful message and illustration, and I wanted to just share it with you before I um, go into my little message today. Is that all right? So if you can just turn your attention to the screen. Around the room. And, uh, but I'm going to use a rope now because I can't find that computer paper. Um, imagine this rope, okay, pretend this rope just goes on forever, okay? Just imagination. Pretend it goes around the world a few times. It doesn't. It ends at the rock. But uh, let's just imagine this thing goes on forever. Now, imagine that this rope is a timeline of your existence, You just exist forever. You see this red part? This would represent your time on earth. You've got a few short years here on earth, and then you've got all of eternity somewhere else. This is is your existence. And what blows me away is some of you, all you think about is this red part. It's all you think about. You're consumed with this. You go, oh man, I can't wait till here. You know, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to save, save, save so I can really enjoy this part right here. <laughs> and you're consumed with that. And you're thinking, oh man, am I going to get to travel? Am I going to eat well? Am I going to do this during this part? And I'm like, are you kidding me? What about this? What about this? What about, th- what about all this stuff? It's, just, it's crazy to me because the Bible teaches that what I do during this little red part determines how I'm going to exist for millions and millions and millions of years forever. And, and so why would I spend this little red part trying to make myself as comfortable as possible, enjoying myself as much as I can, Paul says, look, I'm going to live my life for this mission. I'm going to spend my life, invest my life for this moment when I cross that finish line. 
See, I'm going to forget about all this stuff I could enjoy, and I'm not going to look around. I'm going to be like a runner, just looking at that moment when I face God, because when I face Him, then I don't get this chance over again. We get one chance at this life on earth, and it can end at any second for any of us. We've got one chance at this, and then comes eternity. And I'm not going to be fooled. I'm not going to spend my life down here. See, people look at some of my decisions and go, oh, you're so stupid because that's going to really affect this. I go, no, you're stupid because it's going to affect all of this. Man, I, I, I'm serious. I, I look. I look at the way people live and I go, wow, that is so crazy. You are so crazy. You're going you're gonna to do that right now. Just enjoy right now. Not even knowing if you have tomorrow and you think that's smart and that I'm dumb, it doesn't make any sense. Paul goes, I'm not going to look around at all this stuff. And it's tempting. It's tempting to all of us. That's what I'm saying down here. It's crazy because everyone lives that way. Everyone lives for the red part. No one's thinking about the millions of years afterwards. It's, it's just this crazy deception that we can't get out of our minds. And Paul goes, I'm not doing that. He goes, I keep my eyes on that. I keep my eyes on that finish line, and I'm going to forget what's behind me. I'm not looking around. I'm just going to, I'm straining. He goes, I'm straining forward. I'm like stretching forward for that mark. I'm going to pass this thing. I'm going to live this out, and I'm going to face him. I'm going to come before the judges, and he's going to hand me that trophy. He goes, I'm going to get it. And I haven't gotten there yet. He goes, but you better believe I'm using every muscle, exerting every bit about me, because I'm going to pass that line well. Amen, right? In Romans chapter 12 is the verse that you all have memorized, but that I'm going to speak from today. And uh, God has been dealing with just some things in my own life recently. And pastor kind of preached on it last week. So I'm going to tag on to that. He did use this verse. But he, it says in Romans 12, you know probably the, the uh, Uh, King James Version, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want to read another version. It says, don't copy the behavior of this world. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Amen. So today in our system, we have God's values and we have the world's values. Amen. And if we're not careful, we can be, just be so consumed by this world's way of thinking, what success is, what's important. Um, just, I mean, it's all we see, right? It's all we hear. We never hear about God's value system, what's important to God. And so today, as I talk to moms, we know, you've heard the saying before that says, the hand that rocks the cradle, what? Rules the world, amen? I don't know if there's a truer statement than that right there. And I know as moms, we can get pretty determined about things, <laughs> pretty stubborn when it comes to our kids. You know, we're going to, we're going to, mom's going to have her way. So you might as well just go ahead and back down, sweetheart. <laughs> Anybody ever been there before? Um, we are determined, we're a determined breed and we are uh, determined about our kids' education. Our kids are going to get the best education. We're going to make sure they get that scholarship. We're going to make sure they're in the right environment when it comes time to find a spouse. Um, We are, uh, I think we're better trained and we have better skills than the FBI. I I heard someone say one time, a worried mother does better research than the FBI. Amen? I know that's true. I've got a 15-year-old now, and let me tell you, on her phone, I can track her at any time. 
and find out where that little red dot's moving. And she can't lie. If she turns that off, then it's going to be problems. <laughs> so um, I remember, some of you may have remember my husband telling this story about when he was of dating age. And uh, I might get in trouble for this, but um, you've heard it before. He said he had this, he was working a job. I think, was this the Baskin-Robbins job? or Yeah, I think so. Um, so he was working. My kids still think it's awesome that daddy used to work at Baskin-Robbins. But he, you know, he was working, going to school the weekends. I think, I don't know, you were in high school or college. Anyway, there was a girl that was from out of state, kind of had a crush on, and she was going to come visit him um, for the weekend. And his mom did not approve of this girl. But, I mean, this is where my mother-in-law, she's sharp, let me tell you. And she thought, you know, there's no need to tell him he can't see this girl and blah, 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 no need for the drama. So she just called up his boss And she said, I want you to book Rich for as many hours this weekend as you can. (laughs) So I don't know if the girl ended up coming or not when she found out Rich had to work all weekend, but she got to hang out with his mom, I guess, if she did come. (laughs) But some of us moms, we need to get just as stubborn and determined and do everything in our power to get our kids inside the pearly gates. Amen? I mean, think about it. Yes, the spouse is important. Yes, education. Yes, all of that is important. But it's that little red part. It's that little red part right there that he was talking about in the video. And I know that our kids get to choose ultimately, but I believe that ultimately we as mothers have the most responsibility. We are most responsible for how our children choose. Can I get an amen on that? And I'm just praying that a stubborn fighting spirit would come over every mother in this place today. Every grandmother. Grandmother, you still have a lot of say in your grandchildren's lives. And I'm just praying that that same spirit would come over us when it comes to seeing our children saved. Amen? You've heard the saying, monkey see, monkey do. (laughs) And I know kids, they really don't hear what you say as much as what you do. Amen? We've seen that. And you can tell them all day long what they need to do, but they need to see it in us. And I just love, you know, I watch my own girls when they're up there singing, like their emotions are just like mine, you know, when I sing. Or I loved it last week when little Hudson was up here in children's choir singing just like his daddy. I mean, he was just going after it, you know. I'm like, oh, how beautiful. You know, he's watching his dad. Everything his dad does. I mean, he wants to be just like his dad, you know. And I thought just, we can talk till we're blue in the face, but... Um, it's what we do. It's what we do that matters. And so today, I just want us to pause for a moment and say, um, have we thought lately um, to consider if the path that we are leading our family down as mothers is truly leading to eternal life? I know we lead them in a lot of different ways. Good, nothing wrong, not sinful, but are we ultimately leading our children to a place of eternal life? And moms, we can't afford to get this one wrong. We cannot afford to get this one wrong. You've heard me talk about before, and my husband's talked about the principle of the path. When there's a destination we have in mind, 
We get there by taking one small step at a time towards that destination. And if we take one step, well, you know, this isn't that big of a deal. It's just one little decision that maybe is not pointing them into, it's not a sin, it's not a bad decision, but maybe it's not pointing to eternal life. Maybe it's a distraction. Maybe it's a weight. One step in the wrong direction takes us one step further from our goal. Amen? Every step, every decision that we make is leading us down a path. So today I just want to talk about simple, simple thought. But four things that we need to be giving our best to. Four things that I feel like, I know you know them, but I just want to remind you that we must make a priority. Everything else is secondary. Amen? Um. I already read the scripture about do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And uh, I don't know, it, it's hard. My husband preached about last week about um, consumer religion. It's, it's hard in the state that we're living in. I think sometimes, you know, the Bible says that um, it's easier for a rich man our camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to be saved. And that scripture scares me because I think we're all rich. And I'm going to stand in judgment one of these days next to the early church that gave their lives for the gospel. And I'm like, God, that scares the fire out of me. And so I just, I, I've got to make sure I get this right. Amen? Are there any mothers who want to make sure you get this right down here? I want to be the mother he wants me to be. And I want to be the mother that is not made by this world's value system, but God's value system. I can take reassurance from the word of God that if I seek him first, all of the other important things, the things that are important to me, he says, will be added to me if I will seek him first. Amen? So first of all, I want to talk about um, our relationship with God as moms. Um, Everything hinges on this. Everything hinges on your relationship with God, mom. If we don't build on the right foundation, if we build on a flawed foundation, everything that we hold dear is in peril. Amen? We must make sure that we are building our family on the right foundation. I cannot afford to build the thing that is the most precious to me on a flawed foundation, a cracked foundation. You wouldn't build your dream home on a cracked foundation. How much more should we make sure that we're building our families on the right foundation? Amen? Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but our relationship with God, moms, I mean, you know it, we know it, we've heard it preached every Sunday. We must spend that time with him. We must spend time in the word. We must have our minds transformed by the word of God on a daily basis. Amen? It is the only way. It is the only way that you can have God's value system and not this world's value system. And it is the only way that you can instill godly principles and values into your children. There is no other way. There's no secret recipe. There's no other book. There's no, you name it. There's no other way to make sure that our children get to heaven than that we have that relationship with God. We've got to have our minds permeated with the word of God. Amen? 
Our number two priority is, um, what do you think it is? What do you think I'm going to say? Anybody want to guess? Our relationship with God. What should be our number two priority? Families, yes, amen. How many know that the family unit in our culture is in desperate need of repair? The enemy has told us mothers through media, television, that wealth, homes, cars, vacations, images, a hot body, jewelry, you name it, are what's important. We have to be successful in our careers, which... Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. But realize these are the world's values. This is the red part of the rope. But we have got to make sure that we understand God's value system. Amen? And I want to say this, and please don't take it wrong, but if you have a husband or if you have children that are still at home right now, they are your career. You may have to work outside of the home, I understand that, but your career should be a far and distant second to the precious souls that God has placed in your care. Amen? They are your everything. You can do your career for years after they leave, but right now, they are what is most important. God has placed them in your hands. He trusts you. He placed you in this culture. He gave you children to raise and to rear in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. We have to have God's value system. I know it's so politically correct to say that, but we have got to value what God values. Amen? Um, a good question to ask yourself, you know, if, if this makes sense to the world, if my friends, at, all the, the kids at school, their moms are cheering me on in this, maybe I need to pause. Does my kid really need to partake in this? Is this God's value system? Is this leading my family to eternal life? Amen? And as you go through this week, I hope you would just pause and say, you know what, in every decision that you make, is this, is this a sin? No. Some things are not a sin, obviously. They're fun. But is this leading my family to eternal life? The third thing that I want to talk about is, as a priority, we have to make a priority the kingdom of God. That's what we're here for. And I know consumer religion says, you know what, just go to church on Sunday, get your duty done. We have such a skewed version or uh, idea of the kingdom of God and the culture that we live in today. The Bible says to seek ye first. And I just want to be bold right now, and I want to, I want to challenge you moms. I want to be that other voice, the one that's screaming out back here somewhere in the midst of the noise and the chaos that says, in the day that we live in, do we really seek him first? Pastor read this scripture last week, Joshua 12, 24. It says, it's such a bold scripture. I mean, once again, so unpolitically correct. Aren't you just sick of political correctness? Don't get me started on that. <laughs> get myself in trouble. But Joshua twelve twenty four says, but if you refuse to serve the Lord, he's talking to the, the people there, children of Israel, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods of your ancestors that they serve beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites? I mean, let's put that in today's modern lingo. Do you want granny's religion? 
you can have it. Or do you want to serve money, fame, power, the God of the Amorites, in whose land you now live? And Joshua stood up and he said, but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Amen? And we all have this choice to make. How do we serve God in the day that we live in? What does serve mean? Think about it for a moment. I say I serve God. What what does that mean? I've been saved to serve, so it must be pretty important, right? So what does it mean to serve God? What do my children see in me when I say I am serving God? Is it coming to church once a week if nothing else is going on that day? Aunt Sue has a birthday party. Well, let Aunt Sue know. We'll be glad to be there as soon as church is over. Find your voice, mothers. I promise I see so many mothers just being manipulated, and I know there's important things, but this has got to be a priority for our children's sake. We are leading our children to eternal life. We're leading ourselves to eternal life. So I say in this, in this day that we live in, what is serving the Lord? Is it just coming three Sundays a month to church? Nothing else is going on. We have to make it a priority. Um, I think serve comes from the, it's kind of a slave term, right? A servant or a slave. And uh, the Bible calls us slaves. We're going to be a slave to something. We're going to be a slave to sin or we're going to be a slave to God. We're going to serve this world or we're going to serve the kingdom of God. We're going to serve the word of God or we're going to serve this world's ideas and philosophy philosophies. We're all a slave to something. Amen. And it's so important that we teach our children by example that we serve God. We are a slave to him. We are a love slave. Amen. To him. We are, he's forgiven us so much. We are so indebted to him. And I just, I want to pause and say, Lord, what can I be doing to serve your kingdom more? I think there's a, um, a, uh, mentality of, well, if you're a minister, you're, you're serving, or if you're full-time doing No, we're all saved to serve. Amen? And so I want to ask you today, Mom, are you a slave to your kid's schedule? Or are you showing your kids on a daily basis what it means to serve the kingdom of God? Are you praying together? Are you in the word together? Are you in church when the doors are open? The world says that's ridiculous. That's the world's value system. Are you loving and serving your neighbor? Are you meeting the needs of those around you? Come on, we know the Bible calls this true religion, right? Are you leading and discipling someone to Christ? Are you opening your home for a Bible study? Do your kids hear you praying for someone on the phone? Are you taking dinner to the one who just had surgery? That is what it means, I believe, when it says to serve. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Amen? And believe me, I'm not pointing fingers today. I'm preaching to myself today. God, I'm going to stand before you one of these days. My children, we're going to stand in judgment before you. Please help me to get this right, Lord Jesus. I want to hear you say, well done. What legacy are you leaving? Is it the legacy that you want to leave? Is it a legacy built on the world's value system? Or is it built on God's value system? 
And I know we're so busy. All of us are so, so, so busy. But maybe it's time to change our priorities, moms. If we think that everything can take priority over the things of God and the house of God, and someday we're going to just go prancing through the pearly gates with our family, we might have a little surprise. Amen? I'm here. Is my mansion ready? Hello? 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 You like my shoes? Sorry, I couldn't make it to prayer meeting. I had a girl's date. We got, I got some cute shoes. <laughs> I know, silly, but really, we have to make these things a priority, you know? We have to be in the house of the Lord. We have to be serving. We have to be praying. One of these days, the trumpet is going to sound. And like I said a few minutes ago, Pastor talked about um, consumer-based faith. One of my prayers is, in this day that we live in, in this religious world that we live in, It's hard to build a church. The commitment, lining up to the word of God, the value system, God's value system. And I just pray, God, that spirit of the world is so strong. It pulls at all of us so strong. And I just pray, God, help me not to be deceived. Help me not to be deceived. And I just pray revelation of our community. God, the hearts of men and women in this community, remove the blinders. Help them to see the things that are truly important. Amen. Help them to see your values, your ways are best. Amen. And then lastly, I want to talk about, forgive me, my thoughts are just kind of scattered today, but I just want to, to mention a few things. I'm almost done. But lastly, as moms, it's so important that we take care of ourselves. Amen? Come on, I need to get a big amen from dads and all the kids that are in here. If you feel frazzled, worn out, depressed, discouraged, you're not taking care of yourself. If we don't take care of ourselves as mothers, then we have nothing to give our spouse, our children, our families, in our church. Amen. Take time out for yourself, mom. Don't feel guilty about it. Maybe you're a busy grandma. You've got the kids all the time. Take time out for yourself. And I encourage you today to, to really take care of your body. Eat healthy. Exercise. Get a good night's rest. Um, take a that time in the evening or whenever it fits into your schedule and just be by yourself for a while. Take care of yourself. Come on, Dad. Pat Mom on the back and said, tell her, I give you permission to take care of yourself. (laughs) Come on, I don't hear very much talking. Come on. We feel guilty as moms taking time for ourselves. You know it? There's a million things that need to be done. But we cannot give our best to our families if we don't take care of ourselves. Can I get a big amen? And as moms, when I say we take care of ourselves, yes, we must take care of our natural bodies, but please don't underestimate the power of the word of God in your life. It is almost impossible to be in the word daily and have the world's value system. Like I said, the word is alive. It is what God has given us to keep our minds whole. I mean, we as women, we struggle with things. I mean, it's at an all-time high, just emotional illness and anxiety and depression. 
But the answer is in the word of God. The Bible says that he would keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him. Amen? We cannot and we will not succeed without prayer. Why do you think the enemy fights us so much? And mother, please let me talk to you for a minute. I'm a mom. I'm right in the trenches with you. I know the enemy fights you so hard for your prayer time. Just when you kneel down, there's a fight that breaks out in the other room, you know? Uh, You try to get up, and all this breaks loose, you know? That's just the morning that the kids got up early. They never get up early, but the one morning that you, you know, put that time aside, the enemy will fight you harder than anything else for your prayer time. Amen? We have to pray. If you're yelling and screaming and you're upset all the time and you're in a bad mood and your family is like, ah, you know, like, when is she leaving? (laughs) Maybe it's a good sign that you just need to pray more. Amen? The Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit. What is it? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You can't fake fruit. If you're not, nobody wants your fake fruit. <laughs> Have you ever picked up one of those bananas off the table and you're like, Ugh, you know, the plastic ones? Just not quite the same, just not quite as tasty, amen? But you owe it to yourself to spend time in prayer and to let the fruit of the Spirit be cultivated in your life. I'm going to skip over some of this. So I want to encourage you, Mom, just please take time for yourself. Please take time for yourself, whether it's a nice long bath after all the kids have gone to bed. Sometimes that's the best prayer room right there, the bathtub. Nobody will disturb you when you're in the bathtub. Whatever it takes to find that quiet time. And Dad, please help Mom. Please help her to find those times where she can be by herself and um, watch out for Mama. Amen? Don't let her overwork herself. I encourage all the men in here to find your wife's love language. Come on, just go ahead and ask her right now. What's your love language? Let's see if I can remember them. It's um, acts of service. That's mine. Touch. Gifts. Words of affirmation. Which one am I missing? (laughs) Quality time. Did you hear those? Which one is yours? Which is your, what's, what's your love language, mom? Gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and I can never remember the last one. Anyway, touch. There you go. That's not mine. That's why I can't remember it. <laughs> Get your hands off of me, please. Get out of my face. Have you brushed your teeth today? (laughs) Personal space. (laughs) Find mom's love language. And I mean you will be miles down the road. I have a sign in my kitchen that says, I like hugs, I like kisses, but what I love most is help with the dishes. Teach your kids, Dad, to speak mom's love language. If she likes gifts, it doesn't have to be something expensive, just a flower, a little card. 
if her, her love language is words of affirmation, mom, you did awesome, you know, on this or that. Or like I said, for me, mine is acts of service. If you vacuum the rug, if you take the trash out, if you do the dishes, I'm telling you, you can get anything you want. It's the truth. So my hat today is off to every single mother who is trying to mother in this culture that we're living in. The family is under attack like never before. God has chosen you to raise up mighty warriors in this last day. Think about it. God has chosen you. He has confidence in you. And you guys, I say this all the time about every time I talk about the family, but it's one of my favorite sayings. If we don't teach our children to love God, the world will teach them not to. And mom, I want to get up in your business right now. Do not let your children tell you what they are going to do and what they are not going to do until they start paying the rent. You want to call the shots, baby doll? Then you go find yourself a place to live. It's not going to happen. You want to wear that? Not in my house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Why do you let them bully you? But mom, are you kidding? If I wear this to school, I'll be so much made, made fun of in this. Are you kidding me? Well, honey, I don't think it's too much to ask. There's people all over the world that are getting their heads chopped off for the gospel. And you're afraid someone's going to make fun of you in that? Really? Come on, mom, get some guts. Don't let your children boss you around. Mom, I don't want to go to camp. I just don't want to go to camp. You're going. Pack your bags. I don't want to go to youth convention this year. I didn't know we made that an option. Seriously, your children are in the pits of hell eight hours a day, and you're not going to send them to youth convention. You're not going to send them to Esther's conference. You're not going to send them to camp. I do not understand that. We are pointing our children to eternity. Come on, mom, stand up. Do not... I don't know if there's teenagers in here or not, but don't give your mom a hard time. She's trying to get you to heaven. She's trying to get you in the... There's a million things we can involve ourselves in. No, they're not sins. Sports, drama club, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes we have to say no to things that are not harmful so we can say yes to the things that are important. Amen? Dr. Dobson says three questions should be asked about every new activity that presents itself. Is it worthy of our time? What will be eliminated if we add this activity? And what will be its impact on our family life? And I will add this one. Is it important in light of eternity? If the enemy can't get us one way, he'll get us another way. He'll just get us so busy that we don't have time to serve God. Our intentions can be so pure and so right, but you've heard us say it before, you need to institute the no competition clause in your family. We will play basketball, we'll be on the volleyball team, we'll be a light wherever we go, but nothing competes with the kingdom of God. If it's time for youth service, my kids don't even ask anymore. Well, you're the pastor's family. So... When it's time for youth service, when it's time for children's church, when it's time to be in church, 
That's priority. There's just no question. Settle it now, mom and dad. And mom, I want to say this today. Please don't use your kids as an excuse to not throw yourself into ministry. Well, my family is young. My kids are most important right now. Yes, but bring them with you and teach them how to serve the kingdom of God. Put an apron on them. Put a spoon in their hand. Put them out there to greet people when they come in. Teach them to love and to serve the kingdom of God. Drag them with you. We are saved to serve. Amen? Elders, I'm sorry. Those of you whose kids are raised, I don't read anywhere in the Bible where the elders retired from ministry. Now is when you have the most time, wisdom, and resources to serve the kingdom of God. And if there's ever been a time when we need our elders, we need you now. Teach a Sunday school class. Please, for God's sake, help us on Tuesday nights. Find a young mother who is just at her wits in and take her kid for a day. I know it's hard. I know their kids are brats. You did your time, but it's ministry. It's the kingdom of God. We need you in this season. So mom, what are you giving your best to? I doubt any of us will come to the end of our life and say, I'm so disappointed I didn't sign my kids up for soccer. Be laying on your deathbed. I really wish I'd made more money. I never got to drive that fancy car. No, none of us are going to lay there and say that. It isn't going to matter. That's the red part of the rope. The only thing that is going to matter is if we have prepared our children for eternity. Lord Jesus, help us to make every decision as moms in light of eternity. What is your goal, mom? Why don't you clearly define it? Why don't you find that scripture? Whatever you have to do to remind yourself, my goal the end of the day, yeah, I want a nice house. My husband knows, you know, I want that big walk-in closet and all of that. But the end of the day is, at the end of the day, my goal is I want to stand around the throne with my family. And I'm telling you, I've got horse blinders on. I can see it. Jesus is coming soon. I pray every day, God, let my kids be disgusted with this world. Let it turn their stomachs, Lord Jesus. Let there be no appeal from this world, God. Let them see through that mess. And I've got blinders on. I've got one goal as a mom, and you better watch out. I want my kids standing with me around the throne. I want my children to rise up and call me blessed. Why don't you stand with me? We're going to sing here in just a moment. But the Bible tells us, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask of God. I don't know what to do in this situation, Lord. Ask him. He'll give you direction. Isaiah says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. For I, the Lord, thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help you. Amen.
I'm done. Mama out. That was for you. You owe me a coffee. I love you guys. Why don't we just get our moms to come up here? I want us to pray for our moms. Pastor, will you come up here? And I want our families to just gather around the moms. Pray for mom. Tell mom I'm on your team. I'm not going to fight you anymore, kids. Husband, let mama know you're on her side. Come on, come on up here. If you're a mom, if you're not, come up here and help us pray for the moms. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just put our hands together right now as we're coming up and thank God for the word that we've received. Come on up, come on up closer, mothers, so that uh, those that are going to pray with you can come up behind and uh, pray with you and, and just believe with you for strength and uh, encouragement. Amen. Courage. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that God is going to give some, some mothers encouragement today and courage. I feel like the Spirit of the Lord is going to minister to somebody who feels overwhelmed. Uh, somebody who feels today like they need help. Well, your help is here. It's the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is going to give strength right now. So I want you to reach over right now, and I want you to pray with a mother. We're going to pray for all of our mothers here, young mothers, mothers that have been around for a while, have been mothering for a while. And let's pray for God's strength. Let's pray for encouragement. Let's pray for a boost and a lift right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now for every mother who is in this house. Lord Jesus, physically, they are considered the weaker vessel because a man is stronger and taller and bigger. But we know that there is strength in mothers, Lord God, that we men know nothing of. And we pray right now for them, Lord Jesus. First of all, we want to give thanks. Hallelujah. Can we give God thanks right now for our mothers and our spouses that mother our children? Can we give thanks to the Lord for them? Lord, we thank you for these precious ladies. We thank you for their determination. We thank you, Lord God, for their spiritual passion. We thank you, Jesus, for their values. We thank you for their unconditional love that they show to us and the selflessness that they display in serving us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for them right now. And God, we pray in the name of Jesus uh, that you would give strength right now to them. We pray, Lord Jesus, uh, that your undergirding, Lord God, of strength would come to them. That they would feel, Lord Jesus, uh, a rush of encouragement. Uh, because sometimes we know, Lord God, that the battle is long. Sometimes we know that we feel uh, uh, overwhelmed and we, we feel unsure as to how to make decisions. But we have to make them anyway. And I pray right now, Lord God, that there would be strength, Lord Jesus. Uh, that there would be encouragement, Lord God. Uh, hallelujah. We rebuke the devourer. We silence the liar, Lord Jesus. We know, Lord God, by your grace and by the power of your word, Lord Jesus, that the work that we are putting in, the effort, the sowing, Lord Jesus, that if we continue, Lord God, we will reap in due season. I pray let some mama be encouraged right now, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I pray for strength, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, for peace that passes all understanding. I pray for a fresh baptism of the joy of the Lord on every mother in this house today, right now. Lord Jesus, 
Hallelujah. Your word speaks of peace that doesn't even make sense uh, to the outsider. I pray for that kind of peace, Lord Jesus, uh, to be ministered to every heart of every mother here today. I pray, Lord God, for the joy of the Lord, even through difficulty, even through trials, uh, even through sadness and sorrow, the joy of the Lord remains. Uh, We pray in the name of Jesus uh, for the joy of the Lord. And right now, Lord Jesus, at halftime, while we pause, Lord God, uh, hallelujah, while mothers pause, uh, I pray, Jesus, that they would be encouraged, uh, that strength would come to them, that fresh resolve, Lord God, to say, I've only got a few few, uh, years here to sow and to invest, uh, and God, I want to do my very best uh, in the name of Jesus. Can we give God praise right now? Because we believe he hears us. We believe, Lord God, that you hear us. We believe that you've empowered us. Jesus, we believe that you've equipped us, Lord God, to be what we need to be and to do what we need to do. I pray, Lord God, hallelujah, in the name of the Lord. Let your Holy Spirit go behind and before and beside those that are here today in the name of Jesus. Can we worship the Lord together here in song before we leave? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.